it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. Thanks once again for your company. I'm Vaughan Benison. This week, another new staff member to Blind Citizens Australia. Peter Hogan joined the team in November last year as the Advocacy Project Officer. Peter, why don't you start by telling us about you and uh, your interest in working for Blind Citizens Australia? Yeah, sure. Um, I started in November last year now, so time's flying when you're having fun. And I guess my role here at Blind Citizens Australia is about uh, working in the advocacy and policy team around assisting people through the appeals process with the administration appeals tribunal i guess that's my role um what has led me to working for blind citizens australia is um i have a daughter who was diagnosed in 2018 with um, macular dystrophy Uh, she was six at the time and that was uh quite new for us uh having a daughter with vision impairment so i went about linking her into support and I guess doing all of that and making sure she is well supported at school and gaining access to NDIS. And it really got me thinking, you know, I'm a social worker and um, got me thinking that how do people manage to navigate this system, system, complex system of NDIS without those skills that I already have, given that I had a great deal of the difficulties as well gaining access for me to NDIS. So when I saw this opportunity come up, I thought it was a great way of me assisting people through that process. And it brings a very unique perspective to the staff of BCA because we've got a number of people who themselves are blind or vision impaired and we've got a few people who aren't uh, vision impaired at all. But I think Mm. you might be the first person, certainly that I'm aware of, that uh, has a child who is vision impaired. And and I think um, that gives you a unique perspective, particularly in relation to the the understanding of the NDIS and how all of that works. You've been with the organisation, what, about four or five months now. How have you found it so far? Yeah, it's been really good. It's been a big learning curve for me. Uh, I hadn't worked with the Administration Tribunal, uh, Appeals Tribunal prior to to starting here, so I've had to learn that system and navigate my way through that. But um, but I found, yeah, that, that balance of working from home, which I was quite worried about, whether I've always been a social worker in a... Uh, organization that I actually went into work to to do my job so being at home doing that has really given me a unique way of managing my my work and personal life so I found it really good in being able to balance you know both of those aspects which has been great. Let's talk a little bit about the process Um, you've uh, obviously assisted a few people by now uh, through the the whole process why would somebody choose to appeal to the NDIA and what would that process look like someone might choose to uh, appeal the original decisions that have been made by in their NDIS plan if they feel that their funding has not been adequately um, granted in that so they may choose to do then what we call an internal review within the NDIS which then has an internal uh, planner look at um, a person's plan and see whether that initial decision not to grant them funding in their plan is is the right one. And then if 
that is upheld and they're not um, given the funding that they're requesting, someone may then like to do the external appeals um, process, which is then appealing the decision to the Administration Appeals Tribunal. And that would be based on the if someone's feels that they need to increase their funding or haven't been added their needs haven't been adequately met with their plan then they would take that process to the administration appeals tribunal let's say for example i'm in that position and i contact bca for assistance what would happen uh they'd be put through to me and uh, we would start talking about what it is that they're seeking what they feel that they haven't got adequate support for in their current plan and then i would talk to them about um one assisting them to lodge an application to the administration appeals tribunal but also start working with them around what further evidence i think the administration um, tribunal or ndis may request through that process and um assist them to work with their service providers around providing adequate reporting that may help them may help them have a successful outcome at the administration tribunal the process through the administration tribunal appeals tribunal is uh, quite a lengthy one so i do start by speaking to people about the process what what will happen and how long it generally takes on average it's taking around uh, given the increase in the appeals tribunal it's taking a, around that 10 10 month mark for someone from the first time that they uh, lodge their appeal but that can very much fluctuate um, depending on the demand on the administration appeals tribunal at the time in each state and of course there's privacy considerations and all of that sort of thing and um, you know it, it's your choice what to disclose and what not to disclose what do you think people can do to assist their appeal to be successful what sort of information should people absolutely um, inform well not only inform you but be prepared to inform the tribunal how their um, disability is affecting their function on a day-to-day -day basis so I find that most most of the time it's a very good occupational therapy report around how their disability impacts on their on their daily function that may be about community participation or how they manage their work at home, how they manage getting to and from work and, and, and managing their employment. Um, but I do find that reporting from an occupational therapist, orientation, mobility and professionals involved uh, really assist in making sure that the NDIS and NDIA are very aware of what your needs are. And um, also, I often recommend that people do a lived experience statement because that does give the NDIS a real um, insight into how every day looks for you in your in your life. How often are these things successful, do you think? Oh, it, it's really hard. I think, um, you know, in this process, it's probably a lot of give and take sometimes. So um, you, you might have three or four issues that you take to the Administration Appeals Tribunal, and we may have success in, in two of them, possibly, of the issues that you're wanting resolved. Um, so sometimes the success is, is having some of those resolved, sometimes all of them, sometimes none of them. So it's um, really hard. I think uh, there is quite a bit of research about um, 
at the moment stating that uh, uh, quite a high percentage are getting resolved before needing to have a full hearing at the administration appeals tribunal. So that gets resolved at a case conference rather than needing to have a full hearing. And and there is some um, literature around that saying that that is occurring at quite a high rate. Um, in terms of what I've seen since I started, we are having a pretty good run at the moment with having successful outcomes for clients that we've, we've been managing. And there's a significant number of changes happening to the NDIS and some of that surely will be around the appeals process and, um, you know, the way that these appeals are managed in order to relieve strain on tribunals and uh, appeals processes. Do you think that's working? I I think that the uh, Administration Appeals Tribunal has been working to try to facilitate some discussions with NDIS around the increase of cases that have been coming through um, and and the strain that that puts on everyone involved in that. Um, So I I do think that some changes are afoot. uh, There's been some significant changes around assistive technology and funding of that, which is really, I I think that will help for a lot of people. and yeah, I think there will be a, a, a review in the coming that I, I believe they've already started a review on the process around coming to the administration tribunal. Now, we've talked about why people might want to uh, appeal to the NDIS about the inadequate funding in their plan or, or some other things. But in your experience, what do people generally find are the biggest pitfalls? What, what is it that people are complaining about? Uh, A real issue that we're seeing at the moment is lack of support hours for support workers in in plans. So um, what we're seeing is that the NDIS are claiming uh, that support workers and orientation and mobility or um, aids such as guide dogs or uh, cane training is a duplicate of services when they already have those in place. What we're finding is that they're not funding at times support worker hours. And so we've been doing a lot of work around um, trying to work with the NDIS on um, really educating the planners around the difference between orientation and mobility and support worker hours. And, and why someone may need support worker hours as well as um, uh, funding for their guide dog, um, their dog guide as well. So uh, that's one of the main issues that we've been seeing. Uh, also people needing increased in hours in support worker for a support worker. Um, that is a big, big one. And um, yeah, just... The orientation and mobility has been a, a major one and not, not that, that not being funded enough in people's plans, yeah. And uh, orientation and mobility, of course, has been a big one for a long time in regard to the NDIS because it's not actually recognised as, um, as, a, as a product or a service in the way that occupational therapy and physio and all of those things are. Um, there have been moves to change that, I understand, in, in recent years. But uh, it, it, is that happening, do you think? Uh, I think definitely, I know myself, I'm on a, on a steering committee with the NDIS and it's definitely something that I push in every opportunity that I I can around the the 
very big difference between orientation mobility and occupational therapy. Um, so I think it is starting to resonate. Um, and I think the uh, by taking things to the Administration Appeals Tribunal and being successful in that um, also helps with our um, advocacy around including orientation and mobility and really recognising that. There's been a lot of work being done by some NDIS participants and some um, service organisations around the fact that uh, there's no training or um, qualification in dealing with sensory disability for uh, NDIS uh, employed support workers. Is that changing and um, should we or could we, do you think, reasonably expect to see support workers uh, who have specialist knowledge in vision impairment and hearing difficulties? I think we should reasonably expect that. Um, I'm not sure that it's changing as quickly as I would like to see it change, um, but it's definitely something that BCA uh, are advocating for regularly through the AAT process and also through our meetings that we have with the NDIS. So I think it is definitely something we should expect. I just unfortunately don't feel, I guess it's never going as fast as I would like to see that go. Peter, just before we go, how can people get in touch if uh, they're interested in discussing it further or if they're thinking about making an appeal through the AAT process? Uh, so obviously you could call BCA at any time and um, ask to speak to me. I work part-time, so if I'm not available, I will return your phone call. The other way is to send me an email. Um, I'm often reachable a lot better on uh, email so that's peter p-e-t-a dot hogan h-o-g-a-n at b-c-a dot org dot a-u peter dot hogan at b-c-a dot org dot a-u if you'd like to get in touch you can ring blind citizens australia 1-800-033-660 1-800-033-660 you can email the head office bca at bca dot org dot a-u bca at bca.org.au don't forget to look at the website bca.org.au i'll talk to you again next week we'll achieve the realization of a dream of our dreams